And the church said? Amen. Amen. When we all get to heaven, it'll be worth it all. Amen. Nice to see you here all this morning. This long weekend goes to show you that the Canadians are faithful. <laughs> it's a Canadian long weekend. Next weekend's the U.S. Now we'll see. Uh, it's wonderful to have you all here. And it's, uh, it's a good thing if you can get away and be with your family. But it's also a wonderful thing to be in the presence of the Lord. So God bless you all for your attendance. I trust you've come expecting and pulling. Wonderful reports this morning. Amen. Wonderful reports what God is doing. Fits all, on, all in line with the message, of course. And that's the wonderful thing for me. And um, we're looking to the Lord to give us a wonderful time in the Word. And uh, I would, I would get, get a suggestion for your young men. I'll give it to you. Here's a, here's, this is a free bonus point. Get your hands out of your pockets. Because, you know, I mean, I, my mom and dad used to tell me all the time, son, don't look like a slouch and get your hands out of your pocket. This is the house of God where we rejoice. We come to pull on the word of God and we've come to give our best to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And God bless you for being here. And, and uh, we're just going to turn to the word right now. We've had a lot of in, uh, introductions and and I want to say with this uh, Faith Challenge report that Brother Ed had mentioned, but Tim and, and all that have put this together, it, I'm sure you'll want to get it. I believe it'll be at the office for you to get it. And um, it will bless your, bless your heart. John and, and Sharon are in Seattle today. They're ministering. John is be ministering. I think he ministered Friday night. And he will be ministering again this evening. So we want to remember them as they're away also. So, without any further delay, I'd like you to turn to uh, Psalm 63. We'll be continuing on our subject as we preached last week. Thine are we, David's men. Thine are we, we are yours, Lord. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice. And these, are these songs that were written, maybe a little bit older songs, but they got content. You know, a lot of times you hear these new songs, God, 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 who? Well, all I hear is God, but who's God? My God is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And he needs to be identified as my God. And uh, we love that name. It's the name above all names. Psalm 63, verse 1. Oh God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see the power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we've already heard much what you're doing around the world. And now, Father, we're focusing ourselves, Lord, to the mind of God for our own needs in this little assembly this morning. Father, different ones have traveled for many miles, and there's a reason for each one being here. We're praying, God, that you'll minister to our hearts, that you will move in our lives, that the Word of God would be preeminent within it, that, Lord, that we would see the purpose of God within our own lives. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats. You may have your seats.
this morning, as we might be having some visitors this morning, and, and I just want to clarify where I will be coming from. Um, there is many, 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 many churches in the land today. It would go into the untold thousands. Brother Branham made reference to 15,000. And now I, I believe it's in the, in the hundreds of thousands of churches of different types and flavors that have got their own idea and opinion what the Bible preaches or says. But we've been privileged by God to have the angel of the Lord himself. And, 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 I, and I do want to bring it down personally to you. Because it had to be an, your own experience in God that he himself would come by your way and meet your thirst. So God saw your thirst and he is the one that meets the deep of your thirst. And so you can say individually, it wasn't the church that drew me to Jesus. It was the angel of the Lord himself, which is Jesus Christ, drew you to himself. And when you wonder why I would speak on that, because now we're, we're, we're just starting and laying some things down for the message. Brother Edwards gave you a picture, showed you a picture of hundreds being lined up to be baptized. That could not happen outside of this message. You might as well get it real clear in your mind. They've had their denominations. They have had their preachers. And it didn't fill the thirst of their soul. But then a message came. And that message ignited something that they themselves didn't put there. But God himself put it there. And so then an awakening comes. That's called the rising of the sun time. And Brother Bram says in this, he says, now listen. He says, we are called to finish the great commission. Is that true? Going all the world and preach the gospel. And we've had the privilege, this little church has had the privilege. You've had the privilege of giving so others could go. And you are represented in them that go. We are to fulfill the Great Commission. That's our part. But Brother Branham said, now, the denominations couldn't finish it up. It took the opening of those seven sealed mysteries. Do you understand what the prophet's saying here? The denominations, get this in your mind right now, they're dead. There is no life in denominations. So the only life there is is in the word. And so life couldn't come forth unless the word went forth. And those seals had to open so the great commission could be fulfilled. How, he says, can those denominations do it? They can't. Except those seven seals would be open that preaches now he says speaks on the serpent seed and all those things the full seven mysteries is contrary to what they taught and so now God sends a word to fulfill our thirst 
And for me, it's a thrill. doesn't matter whether it's China, Ethiopia, Uganda, South Africa. doesn't matter where it's happening as long as God brings in his elect. And that is a thrill of my soul. The scripture says in, in Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God, here's, this is the amplified, for the word of God speaks, that word is alive and full of power. So when the word of God is going forth, it, when it speaks, it's alive and it's full of power. It doesn't matter what age you live in. What dispensation you are, if you walk in the light as he is in the light, that word is alive when it speaks and it's full of power. And so this morning, if you are bound, the word has power to loose. Amen. If you have no joy in the Holy Ghost, there's power in the word to give you a joy unspeakable and full of glory. There is power in a word to unite a home in oneness. There's power in the word to take young men and make them men in an effeminate age that we live in. And we have a word that keeps ladies ladies, not butch ladies. It's a spirit on the age and we deny it. We understand what the word of God calls for. It calls for men and women to say, we are thine. To get a setting here now, we understand as we were speaking last week, David was was running. Brother Bram said he was a fugitive from Israel. Can you imagine an anointed king running from his own people? His own people were chasing him. Saul was after him. People spat on him. People denied him. But he was anointed under a prophet's message. And you can say Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus still has dirty feet. And he still sits in the corner. But there's got to be a woman somewhere. There's got to be a people somewhere that recognize the word and waters the word and washes his feet. Say, Jesus, you're my king. Forgive me of my sin. What an hour we're living in. What a time. Brother Bram said, the bride's ready. Recognizing your day in this message. If you say you're bride and you believe in the word of God, you must believe what he says. And he says the bride's ready. The rapture is at hand. Bride's ready, the rapture. Can we realize that? Can we actually believe that? Remember, we took out of the scriptures the sons of Issachar. And the Bible says, and they were men that understood the times. And you wonder why sometimes the preacher, it preaches under such urgency. It's because under that urgency, saints, we could be gone, we could be changed, we could be raptured any moment. 
So a prophet says in 1964, the bride's ready. I'm ready. And are you ready? You might as well say amen. The Gentiles are called out. The bride's ready. The rapture's at hand. We can realize that. Why? Because in 1 Chronicles, as we read last week, 32 says the children of Issachar were men that understood the times to know what Israel ought to do. So we spoke on the times and Israel ought to do just at the closing, but I just want to finish off this little series. I think this is the third part. We understand the times we're living in. Brother Bram was very appointed to show us what times we're in. We say, as it was in the days of Noah, so it would be in the days of the revealing of the Son of Man. Noah knew the time, and he knew what he ought to do. Because he found grace in the eyes of God. There are many people know the times, but are they really doing what they ought to do? But not only did they ought to do, they ought to, these men were men that knew what Israel should do. So can I change the subject and say, these were men that knew what the message should be preached? What we should be doing as message believers, we know the time, what ought we to do? I'll I'll sum it all up in one thing, Jonah. This is the one thing I can sum it all up quickly. Eat the book. If you're not eating the book, what are you doing? Brother Bram said, rapturing grace lays in these tapes. So I'm going in a rapture and not in the book. We know the time, what ought we to do? You're telling me Kmart, Walmart, any kind of mart is more important? We know the time. Sons of Issachar. You know what Issachar means? In one one translation, it means it's people that are burdened. They were a burdened tribe. When Joseph, I'm sorry, when Jacob named them, it says he's the burden bearer under two asses, two donkeys. He was the burden bearer. His tribe was anointed to have the burden. Other tribes were anointed. Asher, his heel was dipped in oil. They all were placed in their land. But Issachar had a special place in the mind of God. He was going to bear the burden. And bearing the burden means that he knows the time and what Israel ought to do. It's amazing, saints, as time goes on, how cold people are starting to get. It is amazing to me. The older people get sometimes, the colder they get. Oh, I've known it all and I've read it all. If you knew it all and read it all, you'd be gone. So now we're talking about Issachar. He knew the time. and He knew what he ought to do. And here's a prophet comes down this generation and says, The word is in the bride as it was in Mary. And the bride has the mind of Christ. 
for she knows what he wants. How, how many know the quote? It's out of Pergamus Church Age. He knows what he wants done with the word. Amen. Amen. She performs the command of the word. So it says she's not just reading it. She's performing what the word says she is. And this is important because we're not just another church. We are a bride. We are a word people. That's what the prophet was looking for. He said, where are those men that will stand with me? He stood alone. And saints of God, if you got to stand alone, you stand alone. But we know what God wants. We know what he wants. People think this is a, you know, sloppy agape kind of message and that's what they're trying to water this down but i'm come from a different tribe i just happen to be reading chronicles 12 and i come from a different tribe i'm a burdened man i want to see the people move forward in the word the last time brother tim pruitt was here your pastor brother michael he said it's coming to the age of easy believing Easy believing. We believe the prophet. It's okay. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. Just sit in your and I'll give you a nice little message and everybody be happy. Clap your hand and go home. Really? That's what the message is about? It's not. It is not, saints. And we can't get it down to a nice little package. This message is for you, a rapture message. Do not get in your mind, oh, I'll finally get my mortgage paid off. I'll finally get this paid off. I don't care what I get paid off. I want to walk in Christ. Listen, the world's running after everything, but they don't have a thing you got. I'm, you know, of course, you know me. I always talk about my old pony outside my nice old pony and and david mcgary he 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 discerned me real good i said how do you like my old pony he says "Uh aha when you talk about an old pony you're getting ready to get a new one (laughs) so there you know people think well i run an old car so i'm more righteous really really there's a church free down the road on that one You know, I was driving, I was driving to uh, church today, and there was a fellow, there's actually four or five fellows standing around, a brand new car, smashed up, totally wiped out. They're standing around looking at it just like this. What does that really mean? Nothing. The day you paid it was the day you were excited. The day you had to put the next payment, you weren't so excited. That's the way it happens. About the third month, you've got buyer's remorse and you want to take it back. All we want, all David thirsts for. I'm sorry, saints, but that is a great desire to have. All he longed for was a living God in a dry and thirsty land. 
And if you've got anything in you to share, the only thing you've got to share is what God's made real to you in this generation. You can't plagiarize it. You just say it. Say what I say. She performs the command of the word in the name. For she has thus saith the Lord. Can you imagine? She has thus saith the Lord. She has thus saith the Lord. The word's quickened by the spirit and it comes to pass. Glory. She realizes who she is in him. And being in him, she has thus saith the Lord. She can only do what the word tells her to do. My, 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 my. I don't want to get too far ahead. But saints, we've got to start realizing what tribe we're really from. Not just to know the times. This, one, this was really great. I was, I was listening to this this morning and just before I was closed my notes down and, you know, I've read the good news for the day, so I wanted to, thought I'd hear what the bad news of the day was. So I clicked on and said, well, maybe the world's falling apart and I don't even, well, I know the world's falling apart, but maybe it's gone and I don't know it yet. So I turn it on and first thing I see is a volcano erupting. Erupting out of Hawaii, and apparently it's, it's taking all the newscasts by storm. And then, I, but I, but I had Christ and Mr. God revealed right here. And he says, now, he says, we see the marriage supper is at hand. We know the time. Marriage supper is at hand. If I never see you again, the marriage supper is at hand. Then the kingdom... According to the promise is ready to be issued in. The great millennium taken up. And to be issued in the great millennium. It will be the destroying of the wicked. And the world under the sixth seal will be purified by volcanic. To take it all that's corruption and sin away. Let it happen. We're not of this world. We're going home. We know the times. We know the seasons. Do we know what we ought to do? She has thus saith the Lord. Those in the bride will only do his will. No one can make them do otherwise. No doctrine. No man. No thought. No opinion. Can make you and I do otherwise. But what the word says. And that's why people get swayed because they're not grounded and born again in the word. They know that it has to be God in them doing the works, fulfilling his own word. He did not complete all his work while in his earthly ministry. So now he works in and through the bride. She knows that, for it was not yet time for him to do certain things that he must do, but he will now fulfill through the bride that work he left for this specific time. 
and you saw 70 ministers and you saw thousands of people getting saved, I say, glory be to Jesus. There's a work for the bride to do. He didn't finish it. She'll finish the work. She'll put it on men's heart to go to certain places. And there will be those that will support the men that go to those places. And there will be people that will pray and support for men to go to those places. It's time to go home. The timed. How many know Revelation 3.20? Your computer mind is now working. What's, what's Revelation 3.20? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him and he with me. So to him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I, even as I also am set down in my Father's throne. We know the time. And now we know what we ought to do. Overcome. Can I hear that word? What's the bride to do? How do you overcome? By the word. Now he's given us the word to overcome. We know what we ought to do. Now take the word, speak the word, and if you speak the word, it's him. And if it's him, it's thus saith the Lord. Speak the word. Amen. (laughs) Brother Bram said, we have seen a star and come to worship him. He said, the church in the Laodicean condition... With Jesus on the outside, a fugitive in his own church. He was a fugitive. David was a fugitive. They drove him out of his church. I want to be identified with Jesus. I want to be identified with the word. He's driven out of the church. Why? He's the word. And they didn't want the word. The age didn't want the word. Jesus was the word, and they drove him out, made him a fugitive. David was a fugitive. Brother Bram said, David type Christ. He said, now the church and lady is in condition with Jesus on the outside, a fugitive in his own church, just as David was in Bethlehem. Just what we've been speaking about. David, a fugitive. Run out by Saul. Run out by a man-made anointing. The Spirit of God left him. And it was a man, Saul, and an evil spirit came. And that spirit is out to destroy God's spirit. Elect will never persecute elect. So you know that if somebody is persecuting elect and they think they're elect... Just take him to the quote. We have thus saith the Lord. We know what he wants done with the word. Stand and stay with the word. David was a fugitive. Jesus was a fugitive. He was a fugitive. Christ, the Bible said, in the last days was a fugitive to his own people. But there was always then a group of people that realizes who's anointed. Hallelujah. There's a group of people that realizes who really is anointed.
What about you, lady? Now, there's been ministries, as Brother Biscoll has often said, there has been your Gordon Lindsay's, there have been your Tommy Osborne's and your Tommy Hicks, and there's been your uh, Velma Garner. There have been many great ministries that many of us now don't even know that were on the scene, and, 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 and Jack Coe, and, and all these men, they had great ministries, Oral Roberts and things like that. And if you go on YouTube and do a check, and you check out all those kinds of ministers, you listen to what they preach. I, 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 I would say, I, that won't hurt you. I wouldn't be swayed one bit if you're the word bride. Because you will find whatever they're preaching does not fit the thirst of your soul. And, and you just wonder, it was an anointing that was falling down. And you wonder, why are people following that? They were following an anointing, not the person as such. They had nothing to say. But then you put the prophet on. I don't care if it's 47, 51, 56, 59, 60. You listen to what he says and the angel comes down. Hallelujah. We know this message is anointed. And I'm not going to let no man, no woman try and take this message away from us. It's got power in this message. It's deliverance in this message. There's salvation in this message. And I say hallelujah. And I am not ashamed of this gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. They couldn't discern whatsoever. I was listening to prayer line 1951, prayer line 1953. Last night, I was just listening to the prayer line. Now, ma'am, whatever he says now, I don't know what he said. Now, you have lung problem. There's water between your lung and your cavity. Is that right, sister? Now, that was him. That wasn't me. I mean, he was going in two worlds. He was, it was going that fast. It was going that fast, and they were missing it. But praise God, you aren't missing it. Lady, you believe with all your heart? I, I believe you're a good, sincere person. I believe with all my heart. I know there's a deep ridge of sorrow behind you. You're, you're yet a young woman. There's been many things. I see a trail of blackness. And darkness tonight. Your brain, and this is your baby. And the baby has a rupture. And you want it dedicated. And your husband's mentally ill. And it was from an explosion in the war. Now, saints, put those odds just together by math. And you will see that it's in the probabilities of the billions that he can discern it that many times perfect in one case. One time. And it was for 33 years perfect. Now, I know you don't need me to tell you that because uh, you already know that. That's fine. I'm, I, I, maybe I needed it. But he says, you're very sick. And your husband's very sick too, mentally ill. It's your husband. And he starts to break down. 
He says, I see an explosion, a war, shell shock, isn't it? He says, Father, grant it, and may your spirit that's here make them well through Jesus Christ. Go on, sister. Who is that? Who was that? That was God speaking through a vessel. So God is speaking, Brother Ben. And now we start to understand. We put weight to it. We put value to it. We have to. They put value in David. They left their homes. They left families. They left their lands that was given to them by Joshua. To follow David. They followed him. The children of Issachar followed him. Those, as I said last week, they had the richest land. They were given by Joshua the richest land in Judea of Israel. They were given the richest land and gave it up to follow a fugitive. Follow somebody that was pushed out of the church. Why? Because they esteemed him greater than what Laodicea had to offer. They esteemed him. They chose David over what Saul had to offer them. They chose David. I'm looking where I I wrote down the numbers. The children of Israel that left their lands to follow David. We hear about the 30 mighty men. And, but we never hear about the unsung heroes that were behind those 30 mighty men. I want to give you, I to give you an, an, uh, a number count for you. Just the best that I could pick up. In Judah, in the land of Judah, 6,800 men walked away. Said, I'll follow David. Simeon, the tribe of Simeon, 7,100 men left to follow David. Levi, 4,600 men. Benjamin, the very tribe Saul was from. Caught the revelation, Saul ain't got it. And out of the tribe of Benjamin, 3,000 men came. Then Ephraim, 20,800 men. Zebulun, 50,000 men left everything to follow the anointed I want, to see, I want you to see yourself in this. They knew the times and they knew what they ought to do. They had to leave everything to follow the word. Between Gad, Reuben, and the half tribe of Manasseh, Manasseh, 120,000 men. That's from three tribes. From Asher, 40,000. From Dan, 28,000. That's a lot of men. 
You say, Brother Tom, how many men was that? That's 331,922. What a bride we have. They come from the lands afar. They left everything. We left everything to follow this message. We knew the time and we knew what we ought to do. But of the tribe of Issachar, 200. Oh, you say, Brother Tom, I'm so disappointed in that. Of the tribe, only 200 from Issachar left to follow David. But the Bible goes on to say, and their brethren and all the families of Issachar were valiant men of might, reckoning in all their genealogies fourscore and seven, which was 87,000. These were the sons of Issachar that were strong and valiant, but they left it to the wisdom of the 200. If those 200 said, come, they came. If they said, stop, stay home, they stayed home. Because they had the wisdom. Issachar had the wisdom to know what God wanted. So it wasn't that they didn't leave. They were ready to leave, but waited for the 200 to say, let's go. And you wonder why there's ministries around the world that are preaching their hearts out today trying to tell a people we're ready to go. We are ready to go. For the children of Issachar knew what Israel ought to do and the heads of them were 200 and the Bible says all their brethren were at their command. Nobody jockeying for position. Everybody knew their place in the body. 87,000 were just waiting for 200 men to say this is God's command. What an hour we're living in. An hour of obedience to the word. Not running ahead. Not running behind, but running right on time. As he hath chosen us in him. Issachar, Gad, Zebulun, Asher, Reuben. All the tribes were given their boundaries. And given their land. Then we being born in Christ. God has given us boundaries. And given us land. And his lines have fallen on pleasant places. And my portion is the Lord. My portion is the Lord. So we look at these mighty men and we count them all up and there's tens of thousands from this tribe and tens of thousands to follow David, follow David and Issachar. He knew the time that there was 
to play at and what they ought to do at the time they ought to do it. Well, it's time, saints of God, for us to put on the word. Because there are forces right now that are attacking this message. And you better know where you stand in the word. Not influenced by ideas, influenced by men of position. You stand on thus, saith the Lord. You'll need it for your families. You're going to need it for your children. I don't know, as Brother Kim, different ones say, oh, they want to shut up the school, or, you know, they're going into this transgender. I could care less. If that's what it's got to take for us to get serious with God, let it happen. Brother Branham, I listened to it, a storehouse, storehouse, storehouse. He'll use your churches as storehouse. Just randomly off the, off the subject, just use it. We have a storehouse, and it's right there. We have been feeding on thus saith the Lord, and it's not been on the words of man, but on the body word of the Son of Man himself. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, having predestinated us to the adoption of the children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to his good pleasure of his will, to the praise and of the glory of his grace. We've been chosen in him. We are God's thought. And if you are God's thought, you're always going to be God's thought. You can't get in and out of God's thought because every thought of God is eternal. So if he has thought of you before the foundation of the world, there's no doctrine, there's no man, there's no spirit that can separate you from this message. You can say, I come from God and I go back to God. No different than Jesus. We've been chosen in him. We've been in the thought of God. And that's why he sent his message because God put a thirst in you that you couldn't even put there. Brother Bram said in Easter Seal, he put a desire in you. You couldn't even desire this. He said, you couldn't desire this. But God put a desire in you. And you might as well rejoice because you rejoice in the thoughts of God. And you might as well rejoice now because you're going to rejoice there. It's just one big rejoicing. Brother Bram said in spiritual amnesia, now to be a true Christian, you have to be the same. We don't want to forget all that he was I'm identified with. I'm identified with him. Notice. And he is in me and I in him. He is in me and I in him. Notice then, every Christian that's a gen, real genuine Christian was with him when the morning stars sang together. And the sons of God shouted for, before there was a foundation of the world, we were identified in the immortal realm with God. Are you ready for this? We are identified in him, in the immortal realms of God, 10 million years before the earth was even formed. 
I was back there with him. If I've got eternal life, I was there with him. I'm identified with him. When the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy, I was with him. Hallelujah. That's why you can't run me away from him. If he's a fugitive, I'm a fugitive. If he's rejected, I'm rejected. Job said, where was thou when I laid the foundation of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding when the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy. Job was asked the question, where were you, Job? Brother Bram said in serpent seed in his prayer, dear, dear God, the great almighty God who formed all things by the power of his spirit has brought Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, who freely died for sinners, the just for the unjust, to reconcile us back into this marvelous fellowship that we have a gain with God. We are taught in the blessed word that we had fellowship with him before the foundation of the world when the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy way back before the foundation of the world. How do we know that that wasn't at the same time that the lamb was slain? You just don't know. We'll know when we get there. That when God in his great thinking seen us shouting, rejoicing in our salvation through Jesus Christ. Goes on to say this in the invisible union. And so were you sons of God, daughters of God before there was an Adam. Before there was an Adam, you were a son and daughter of God. Even before the moon was formed, you were a son and daughter of God. Star or molecule, you were sons and daughters of God. For you are only the physical manifestation of the attributes that was in God at the beginning. For there's only one form of eternal life. And that was you before. You don't know nothing about it. This is invisible union. You don't know nothing about it. Neither did you know when you was in your earthly father. But you are manifested too in his image. In the image of God you were made. You were manifested for the glory and the fellowship of God. You were manifested for the glory and fellowship with God. Can I say that again? I don't want, I bears repeating. You were manifested for the glory and the fellowship with God. Therefore, as sure as your gene had to be in your father before natural birth, your spiritual gene had to be in God because you're an expression of the attribute of his thoughts before the foundation of the world, right? No way around it. That's right now. We notice then that life being in you, God life being in you from the foundation of the world. And you wonder why you're attracted to the word. You came from the word, and you're going back to the word. And God won't lose one. Psalm 16, this was the first 
of the three-part series here. The lines, first, uh, Psalm 16, 6. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. Amplified said, the Lord is my chosen assigned portion and my cup. He holds and maintains my lot. And nobody can take it from me. My lot, he's my portion. And that's why I preached on he's my contentment. He's my pleasure. He's my satisfaction. No wonder the old Rolling Stones sang that old song when I was a teenager. Can't get no satisfaction. You can't. Satan's kingdom, there is no satisfaction. But in God's kingdom, your inheritance is satisfaction. I walked out of a hamburger restaurant yesterday. And I, and I heard that, I, I, you know, I, 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 listen, I don't listen to this nonsense. Whatever that is back there. And as I'm walking out the door, the song says, you're walking with the devil. That's what the song is saying. I said, I'm not. <laughs> you might be walking with the devil. Laodicea might be walking with the devil. Enoch walked with God and was not. And I come from Enoch. And I don't walk with the devil. I don't walk with Laodicea. I walk with God. If the, Satan is feeding that to his children, you should be feeding yourself with this message. And I, I was offended. I'm not walking with no devil. And I, think, and, I, and I was just blasting in there. And I just thought, what am I doing here? I can't even understand the songs. So noisy. But just as I'm going out the door, a little piece came out. As you come out the door and you hear this, you're walking. You walk out with the devil. And I said, no, I'm walking with God. They can have what they got. I'll take what I got, saints. I'll take a message that keeps you clean, washes you clean by the word of God. You can have your insanity. They are insane. Amen. Our actions, you ready? Our actions speak louder than our words. How many parents have told that to their children? Or how many of us heard that from my parents? Your actions speak louder than your words. If I had a hundred million dollars... And I believe in the Messiah is coming. I'd I would support a missionary program that would sweep the country. How fitting to what we heard at the beginning. How fitting, saints. Because that last one is there somewhere. It could be Ethiopia, Uganda, China. It doesn't matter. If I had it, let's spread it. And that's why we travel the way we travel. Pastors put on hundreds of thousands of miles over these 40 some odd years spreading this gospel. We know the time. And Brother Ed, I forgive the personal point. In, because I believe we're under an anointing of Issachar. Not only do we know the time, but we know 
what we ought to do. A man got so burdened, traveling, finding no churches, having tapes. So then a little church in a house started duplicating tapes to spread around the world. Nobody was looking for an accolade. That's just what we do. Radio broadcasts, cleaning up tapes, getting it into a CD format, the creation of the hub so that this message could go around the world in as many languages as possible. I say, praise be to God. Your prophet said, if I had $100 million, I'd believe that the Messiah was coming. Come on. I would support a missionary program, and I'd sweep this around the country quick and get a church ready for him. Are you ready? Are we ready? He said, the bride's ready. Hallelujah. You don't have a dead church that just come to Sunday morning service, clap your hands, and have a nice little thing. It's a challenging message. It's a provoking message. And don't you take that word provoke wrong. Provoke, if you look it up in the English, means an encouraging message. Provoking him in the faith. That is encouraging you in the faith, Brother Darren. Look what you run with. Look how many people are being blessed. When he gets his mansion over the other side, I just want to see it there. Brother Branham said, Branham's don't have houses. And then his wife turns around on the other side and says, but you, but you have a house here. Uh-huh. And it's all paid for, Brother Darren, at Calvary. It's all paid for. No more debt, Roxanne. No more kitchen. Glory. I don't know how we're getting our food spoken word. <laughs> I would assume that's pretty comfortable with that expression. Amen. If I had a hundred million dollars, I'd do it. And there are brothers that have been faithful in this church that have done it. And I'm so, I'm so happy for those that came to the business meeting the other night. And I know some of you didn't come because I know you have trust in our trustees. But it's important to know what this church does in a business setting and a business meeting. It doesn't all go to the ministry. It goes to the ministry of the word. We get a wage and we go out and we preach. Missionaries go out, they preach. The message go out, the message goes out. And it's good for you to know what the camp does. It's good for you to know what the school does. It's good for you to know what the church does. We're a living organism. We are not an organization. We're an organism. And we've been under a pastor that's had a vision. And this vision has gone forth and this church has thrived. I say, bless God. We know the time and we know what this message ought to do. Amen. And if you aren't involved, ask and get involved. You are no island to yourself, church. People say, what can I do? You can do anything. You can do anything. Anything you do for God's eternal. Anything you do for yourself with moth and rust will decay. 
But what you do for God is eternal. I don't care if you wash a window. I don't care if you cut the lawn. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you lick an envelope. I don't care what you do. But we've got to get this message out. And if you can see what's happening in Ethiopia, and you can see what's happening in China, Brother Ram said the gospel comes west and goes east. So I just looked up quickly before I came to the pulpit. Where did the Queen of Sheba actually come from? One says the Sudan, one says Ethiopia. Saints, we're coming full circle right now. We're coming full circle. I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know why you're not getting eaten the tapes. I'm sure some of you, most of you are. But you can't eat enough of them. And if you feel very uninspired, there's a whole list of prayer lines to listen to. By the time you listen to two prayer lines, you'll find yourself saying, I want to hear what that messenger said. Because that wasn't him, that was God in a man. We know what this message is, Peter. That you're not following something from, we're not a bunch of British Israelites. We are spiritual Israel. They are natural Israel. Don't get quiet on me. You pray for Israel. You pray for Benjamin. When Joseph reveals himself to Benjamin, he gets a double portion. They get two prophets. Just remember, we got Elijah. They get Elijah and Moses. Remember, Joseph, uh, uh, Benjamin got a double portion. In fact, I think it was more than a double We're spiritual Israel. We, we got to know where we're at. If that gospel is turning back to the Jews, saints, and it's over for the Gentiles. If it's over for us, where are we at? Stop playing with the message. Eat it. Eat it. Brother Bram said this, and I brought it. Things that are to be. Sorry, my page is falling out. He said, I'm thankful for the open doors that I have. He said, I'm, I'm beginning to get old. I know that my days are numbered. And now these young men. Now, he wasn't talking about these young men. He's talking about these young men. Brother Perry, Brother Ed, all those brothers were young men when he said this where are we at? We know the time. What ought we to do? He said, I'm so thankful for these doors that are opening up. But now these young men can take this message and sweep it around the world. And you have been blessed to sit under a ministry, a pastor that was anointed under that quote. To see this message go around the world. You should be thankful. That he was under that prophecy. You say well brother Tom you're taking it pretty strong. He was a young man at 27, 28 years old. When he came in contact with a prophet. Now he, up in his 80s I say. God bless the man of God. That has gone around the world. Because we know what this message ought to do. Change a people. Transform a people. Not just a bunch of church going people. But a people that are on fire for the things of God. Consumed 
as David was thirsty. I am blessed to sit under this kind of ministry. And know that we just haven't been sitting on our laurels or sitting on our hands doing nothing. But we have, and that pastor has, spent and will be spent and are spent, as Paul said, for this gospel. And yeah, we find ourselves getting up there in age. Brother Bram, I'm an old man now, 56. I'm going on 64. But I'll tell you all, as I've often said, I am more revelated or more stronger. I'm, I'm poor English. Sorry. My English teacher, Mrs. Arpin, would shoot me. But I'm stronger now than I was 40 years ago. Why? Because the word has opened up to us saints. I don't fall asleep in church and I want what God wants for me and pull on the word for my children and I want the word to speak to my grandchildren. People getting lulled to sleep and play a little this and push the button and fall asleep. You don't fall asleep. It's God speaking. Our testimony speaks louder than our words. I love the message. Say it then. Say it. Not, not sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Hugh. I really appreciate that. But I, I don't mean to me. I, you're preaching to the choir, right? Say to those neighbors. Say to people you're around. I don't care what you believe, but outside of this message, there's no rapture. Say it, John. You say it to your workers. You tell them. I'm sorry, folks. You're the most privileged people around. I'm Joseph. This company's blessed because I'm here. Come on. Come on. We are the blessed of God chosen in him. You think I'm conceited? I'm not conceited. I'm just telling you the truth. Joseph couldn't help it. Just couldn't help it. Oh, don't bless me. But when, once the blessing, I listen, Paul knew what it is to abound. And don't you worry, the abasing does come. So don't get too lifted up. We do get abased. Don't worry. So our actions speak louder than our words. I'm convinced that the Messiah is coming soon, quick, and getting the church ready for him. I would do it. Therefore, I'm convinced the Messiah is coming. Amen. I know it. I say, oh, Brother Tom, when was that spoken? That was 1963, as a matter of fact. I'm sorry, 1962. Convinced and concerned. But you say, but, but Brother Tom, that was 1962. This is 2018. So in God's time, what is that? What is that to an eternal being? What is that? It's not even a millisecond. I am thankful for these open doors. Yes, sir. 
Oh, God, super sign. Super sign. I've just been an hour. I'll wind it down. Super sign. Oh, God. If the world could only see that, that God and man are one, that's the super sign. The super sign was the first man that God would come into. But now, all that God was, he poured into Christ. God and man becoming one. And all that Christ was, he pours into his church. Super sign. Come on, people. You're a super sign to this generation. And that's why you see all, these, these, all this new stuff coming up. All these bugs, super bugs. Everything filling everybody's minds. People flying through airs and walking through buildings. and that's, what we're, that's the perversion of what we are. Don't get enamored by Hollywood. Oh, God, if the world could only see this, the super sign, God and man together. That was to be the super sign of the last age when the entire Bible was to be fulfilled in the last age. But the church has got a super sign. God is back in the church, manifesting himself in human flesh. God united with man, his sure super sign. Now, you have to look at the person beside you and say, you're a super sign. Mm. You don't look like one, but you can't go by your eyes. You can't go by your feelings. You can't go by nothing. You go by faith and by the word. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Oh, God, thou art my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsteth for thee. And because it thirsts, it sent you Malachi 4. You couldn't have fit in any other age but this age. So because there was a seed in you, it thirsted for the living God. You went to church after church and it didn't do nothing. But then the resurrection came by your way by this message. That's what he said, arising of the sun. Came by your way. The resurrection came by your way. Amen. And know what happened, saints? You've never been the same again. And now your actions are speaking louder than what you're saying. You're living Christ. I know that gets quiet when we get it right down to you. But you might as well say amen. There's only one thing that satisfies us. Brother Bram said in the message, thirst, I thirst after thee, the living God. There's only one thing that satisfies us, for he is my satisfying portion. There's only one thing, he said, that satisfies the believer. Only one thing, Linda. There's only one thing is the person, Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that gives me satisfaction is Jesus Christ himself. The person. The word. 
He said, there's only one thing that satisfies us. It is the person, Jesus Christ. As the heart panteth for the water brook, so my soul panteth after thee, the living God. There's something in you. There's something in you that wants to see the moving of God. I don't have to pump it up, boost it up. No, sir, saints, it's just in me. It's in the elected. I don't cross my feet sitting down and thinking just five minutes before a message. We wait on God for the burden of the word of the Lord. Because we want to see the moving of God. And we want to see the binding of the devil. Brother Brandon, when he was going in the first pull, second pull, third pull, the angel of the Lord told him when he went from the first pull to the second pull, he said, you need to be more sincere. That was the first time he mentioned it. Then on Bruce Serpent, then he started to talk about that serpent that started to come down to go after his friend. And then he preached on it. And said, now you've got power to bind and power to loose. But you must be more sincere. God help us, or God help me, Lord, that I would be more sincere. Because there's something in me that screams out, Oh, Spirit of God, move. Move, not just in my life, but in the church. Move on our families. Move on our individ- the individual believer. Because there's only one thing that satisfies us, and that's the person of Jesus Christ. And he says, you want to see the moving of God. Your soul thirsts for it. Your soul thirsts for the moving. He says, and don't stop short of that. No easy believing here. No case hurrah, hurrah here. Whatever will be, will be is in this message. There's something in us at once to be satisfied with the person of Jesus Christ. There's a thirst in there. He said, for the moving of God. He says, and don't stop short of that. Well, you came to church this Victoria Long weekend. When are you going to take home? I'm still a son of Issachar. I know the time and the season. And I know what I ought to do. I need God. One of my favorite songs when I was first saved was, I want more of Jesus. More and more and more. I want more of Jesus than I ever had before. I want more of his great love. So rich, so full and free. I want more of Jesus, so I'll give him more of me. I can only be satisfied with the person, with Jesus Christ in my life. And I am not going to stop short of that. And I want you to come to that determination. I know what I ought to do. 
I need to throw some things away. Get them out of your life. I need to get right with God. Get it out. Make it right. Musicians, why don't you come? Do you want more? Do you want more? Do you want more of Jesus? Do you know the little chorus? I want more of them. I want more than just sitting in the pew. I, I want to see a daddy just rise up. I want to see sons of God take their position. Know when to call on the tribe. Know when to call on the Lord. Know when to mean business with God. Matthew, you prayed. He's the God that can do anything. Everything tied back to this message this morning. So if God can do anything, that's anything. Then why don't you give more of yourself? You know what you ought to do. If that is your confession and you want to sing with me, if you don't want to, you can sit where you are. But I just want to, those that want to sing with me. I want more. More. to know that somehow something was spoken something just started to well up within your heart and said I want more of that I want more of that I don't want less of it I want to press more in I want, I want more God I want to see the moving of God and I don't want to stop short of that move oh move on me Lord Move on me, Lord. Here I am. 
move on me, Lord. Don't let me be a dry stick. Dry sticks in the presence of God blossom. Dry sticks bring forth fruit in the presence of God. Say, well, Brother Tom, I've maybe been dry. Don't stop short. Don't stop short, please. We know the time. It's rapture time. Brother Ram said it's bride time. It's going home time. We know that, but what do I, what ought I to do? What am I to do? What am I supposed to do, Brother Tom? I surrender all. Just everything that I am. All that I am. of full surrenderance. Always want to give an opportunity for the, the lost souls. Always say, well, it might be in Ethiopia, it might be in Uganda, it might be in China, it might be in Africa somewhere. Maybe it's right here at Cloverdale. Maybe it's one of our little ones that needs to surrender to Jesus. Maybe there's somebody here that needs to be convicted of God, of the Spirit. You might want to come forward and say, Jesus, I surrender all. Maybe you want to hold up a lost son or a wayward daughter before the presence of God, before we get ready to close here this morning. You want to send the Holy Ghost with the token. Send the token with your prayer, I should say. Maybe you want to stand in proxy for a loved one. Say, I'm believing, Brother Tom. I'm standing. I'm reclaiming them, as you said last week. I reclaim them for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Jesus, would you do this for us as a group of people? All 
Hallelujah. Lord, with our hands lifted up and our mouth filled with praise, we bless your name this morning, Lord, that holy name of Jesus Christ. Lord, saints are standing here for unsaved loved ones. Lord, how I heard your prophet say, I reclaim them. I reclaim the backslider. I reclaim them for the glory of God. Jesus, we stand on thus saith the word of God. You said the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth. Lord, and she has thus saith the Lord as she stands still. She knows what you want done with the word. Let this word proceed out of our lives. And may people thirst after thee, the living God. May our actions be louder than our words, Lord. We see the time. And we know what we ought to do. We want to surrender everything that we are. Every thought, every ambition. All that I am. So, Father, as we agree together as a church in one mind and one accord, many times they stood before your prophet. You spoke through him. You said you're not here for yourself. You're here for a loved one. That was God speaking through the vessel. That same God is amongst his people this morning. And Lord, you see their heart. You see their prayers. You'll answer before you even ask. That's what your scripture says, Father. We stand on holy ground. And we praise your holy name. And we give you the glory, Lord. I'm asking for every need this morning. Lord, I'm just listening to your prophet. He said, I'm just waiting for him. And at that moment, you said, I take every spirit under my control. Lord, that God is my God. Lord, take every spirit under your control for the glory of God. Set free those that need to be set free, Lord. Loose those that need a loosing. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to your name. We bless your name. We bless your holy name. We love you, Lord. We thank you that you can speak and you can deal. Lord, we thank you that you can move on our individual hearts. And Lord, we do not pray amiss this morning. We pray with intent. We pray with purpose, Lord. The prophet said, this is the token age. This is an overcomer age. This is the pride age. Lord, we know the time. Now we know what we ought to do. So, Lord, not only here, but those on the internet that will join up with us. I pray that you'll meet every need that is out there. 
and every need that is amongst us this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. the person of Jesus Christ to me. Oh, how I love you, Lord Jesus. So, Lord, as in this presence, as the saints, Lord, are giving a thanksgiving offering to you. Or we will go our separate ways, but, Lord, may the presence of God go before us, Lord. Maybe some words spoken in due season, Lord, will move us just a little closer to you. We love you. We love your people. We love the word. We ask your blessing upon your children this morning. 
Lord, the world are caught up in their holiday, but we're caught up in Jesus. We're caught up in the opening of the word. Because we could not fulfill the great commission unless this book was open to us, Flipper. Bless Brother Tim as he's on the field. Brother John as he's in Seattle. Some far, some near. Bless your bride around the world. We'll run with the fugitive. We'll run with you, Jesus. We're identified with you. We'll stand with you. I ask now your blessing upon your children as they go their ways. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we ask it for your glory, Father. Amen and amen and amen. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. You want to linger? You linger. You want to go? You're free to go. Hallelujah.